Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. I spent some time hanging out with the Institute for Justice people in California about a month ago. And while I was there, I talked to them about all manner of things, cases they've handled, cases they've got upcoming. I talked about the Supreme Court case that was going to be heard in Michigan that I went and watched the oral arguments on. We got to talk about all kinds of cool stuff. But one of the things that they mentioned to me is, Steve, we're about to file a big lawsuit in New Jersey. We're about to file a big lawsuit in New Jersey. And I said, really? About what? And he said, well, it's interesting because we filed a similar case in Michigan a while back. That's still going, and here we go, and the lawsuit has now been filed, so I'll talk about it. Dan King wrote this as the release from the Institute for Justice. New Jersey parents file federal class action lawsuit challenging states' secret retention of newborn blood for 23 years. So if you were to be a parent in New Jersey and uh, you know, your child was born in New Jersey recently, at the hospital, they'll draw blood of your baby and say, well, we're doing this for medical reasons. But then they will hang on to that blood sample and they will keep it and the state will somehow wind up with it. And then they can use it for what purpose now? And what right do they have to do that? So the state can currently use the DNA from the blood samples for any reason without the permission of the parents, without their informed consent. So a group of New Jersey parents teamed up with the Institute for Justice, filed a federal lawsuit challenging New Jersey's practice of keeping blood samples taken from newborn babies for 23 years, all without parents' knowledge or consent. Not only does New Jersey hold on to the blood, they can use the blood samples in any manner they choose. So they can keep it as some kind of database. Uh, Presumably, they could pass it on to others. And that's concerning. So when babies are born in New Jersey, state law requires that blood be taken from the newborns and tested for diseases such as cystic fibrosis, hormonal deficiencies, and other immunity diseases. And by the way, all states in America perform similar tests. Nobody's arguing with the medical tests being run so that they can tell a parent, by the way, your child was just born with this or wasn't born with this, just to let you know, just to let you know. After the testing is over, that's the question. New Jersey's Department of Health keeps the leftover blood for 23 years. 23 years. So were you born in New Jersey within the last 23 years? They've got your blood sample on file just in case they need it. For what? State does not ask parents for their consent to keep the baby blood, failing to even inform parents it'll be held on to. The only way parents could learn about such retention is by proactively looking it up on a third-party website listed on the bottom of the card they're given after the blood draw. And once the state has the blood, it can use it in any way it wishes, including selling it to third parties or giving it to police without a warrant or even selling it to the Pentagon to create a registry, and you might go, Steve, 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 Steve. You, you, you crossed a line there. They're not selling baby blood to the Pentagon. That's, that's crazy. Oh, that previously happened in Texas. Documented example. For whatever reason, the state of Texas sold baby's blood to the Pentagon to create a registry of some sort. So IJ senior attorney Rob Frommer said, parents have a right to informed consent if the state wants to keep their children's blood for decades 
and use it for purposes other than screening for diseases. New Jersey's policy of storing baby blood and DNA and using that genetic information however it wants is a clear violation of the Fourth Amendment rights of all New Jersey parents and their newborns. Plaintiffs challenging this law are two uh, parents, Erica and Jeremiah, along with a reverend and a cranberry mother of two. It's not right that the state can enter an incredibly intimate moment, which is the days surrounding childbirth, and take something from our children, which is then held on to for 23 years, says one of them. The lack of consent and transparency caused me to question the intent. It makes me worried for my children's future selves. I worry any time the state sells stuff of ours and keeps the money. I've mentioned before simply the DMV or the Secretary of State's office selling your home address and your name and your age, for instance, to marketers. Okay, so you want to buy the names and addresses and ages of all licensed drivers in the state of Michigan. Sure, we'll sell that to you. Oh, you want just the ones in Oakland County? We'll sell that to you too. You want just the ones who are over a certain age? We'll sell it to you. Now, again, what right do they have to sell that information? And then when they sell it, they keep the money? Wouldn't my information be mine? You'd, I mean, you'd think so. You'd think so. As a mother, I deserve the right to decide whether or not the government takes blood from my son and holds on to it for decades past its claimed use. So you know darn well. There's me using a dirty word on a Sunday morning. <laughs> you know darned well that when they're drawing blood at the hospital, baby's born, a few minutes later they're drawing blood. Maybe more than a few minutes, but whatever. They draw the blood. And a concerned mother who's going to be asking all kinds of questions goes, what are you doing? We're drawing blood to test it for a bunch of diseases. And this way you will know whether or not your child has things because there's things we can detect now in the blood. And a mother would go, oh, okay, that makes sense. Do you think they tell them? And then we hang on to it and we give it to the state and the state keeps it for 23 years. And, and who knows what they do with it, but that's okay because they're the state. And we can trust them, right? <laughs> now, all 50 states and D.C. require blood screening for newborns. Whether a state will destroy the leftover blood, return it, or keep it with a form of parental consent varies on a state-by-state basis. What makes New Jersey's program so uniquely disturbing is the complete lack of safeguards for future abuse and the lack of consent, which leaves the program ripe for abuse, says IJ attorney Christy Habert. Parents should not have to worry if the state is going to use the blood. It said it was taking their baby to test for diseases for other unrelated purposes. This is so ghoulish. You know, vampires. I, I, <laughs> we're coming to get your blood. New Jersey is not alone in facing legal issues for the lack of consent when obtaining blood and over what the state does with the blood. Texas, Minnesota, and Michigan have all faced lawsuits over their retention of blood samples without informed consent from the parents. And by the way, some people are going to say, Steve, come on. It's just, it's just the blood they draw from your baby. Remember what safeguards we've got in place for medical records? HIPAA, Right. I mean, you've, if you've been to the doctor in the last few years, you know about all these different forms and regulations and guidelines. They'll actually ask you to sign a form that says, if we call your house to leave a message, you authorize us to leave a message on an answering machine. 
And if you don't sign this form, we won't do it. Because they're fearful that if they leave a message on your answering machine and someone else hears it, it's a violation of federal law. It could be. It could be. I'm simply, simply pointing out that I've actually been asked to sign that release before. And I go, well, I don't have an answering machine, but <laughs> you're going to fax me the results too? However, however, point is that we're so careful with our medical records and, and, and medical information, and yet these people would swoop in, grab the blood, and disappear, and then keep it for 23 years. Now, a lawsuit in Texas in 2009 resulted in the state destroying 5.3 million blood samples, and now all blood samples obtained after 2012 must be destroyed after two years. Two years. A 2014 settlement in the Minnesota lawsuit resulted in 1.1 million blood samples being destroyed. In 2022, Michigan agreed to destroy 3 million, but the lawsuit continues to move forward. Uh, it's incredibly misleading for the state to tell parents they're simply drawing blood from their babies to test for diseases when it can be sold to third parties. That, to me, is just the creepiest thing of all time. They draw the blood from your child, test it for cystic fibrosis or whatever, and then sell the sample to some medical company to do something with. Who, who knows? But we sold it. We sold it. Uh, it turns out the government agencies also use to build invasive databases or registries. As Texas and other states have shown, these concerns aren't hypothetical, are not hypothetical. Through its project in the Fourth Amendment, IJ defends the rights of Americans to be secure in their persons and properties against unreasonable searches and seizures. And of course, if you wanted to get really technical about it, the blood draw is being secure in your person, right? They're drawing blood from your body. So following IJ's lawsuit, an Iowa court recently declared an Orange City, Iowa law that requires warrantless inspections of all rental properties, unconstitutional. And IJ is continuing to defend that victory on appeal. IJ is currently suing game wardens in Virginia. I talked about that. After they snuck onto a family's private property and stole their cameras. <laughs> it's one thing to be creeping around on someone else's property. It's another to be stealing their cameras. IJ recently argued before the Michigan Supreme Court challenging a town's warrantless use of surveillance drones to look for code violations on private property. And that is the oral arguments that I attended and watched. And the IJ did a fabulous job. Their attorney at that hearing knocked it out of the park. And it was, it was a, unbelievable. We'll have to wait to see what the ruling is, but, but at least IJ did uh, an amazing job. So this is the Institute for Justice uh, filing the lawsuit on behalf of some people in New Jersey, in New Jersey, whose children had blood drawn around the time of their birth to be tested. And then after the blood is tested, it is then put into some kind of bank of data for 23 years and held onto. And it can be used at that point by the state for any purpose the state deems appropriate, which makes you really wonder. And like I said, it creeps me out. It just creeps me out. So Dan King wrote this release. The Institute for Justice, I can't say it enough, they thrive and survive entirely on the donations of people who support them. I urge you to visit their website, check out the work they do, and see if you don't agree with me that they deserve our support. Okay, and, and I'm just pointing this out, that if you agree with what they're doing, donate anything, something. It doesn't matter. It all adds up. It all adds up. And so I spent time with them in California. They told me, they said, Steve, your audience is very, very generous. And one of the things that I've felt really grateful about recently in particular, uh, my 
channel just crossed 440,000 subscribers. I remember when I had a handful of subscribers, 20, 30, 30,000? No, no, 30, 30 subscribers. <laughs> nine years ago. And if you'd said, Steve, nine years from now, you're going to be talking about qualified immunity and police misconduct and civil asset forfeiture and inverse condemnation. And your audience is going to not only understand what you're talking about, but enjoy the videos and like them. I'd be like, what planet do you think we're on? I never would have guessed that. I never would have guessed that. And so I, I thought that these kinds of topics are, are so convoluted and, and legal sounding that the average person wouldn't be that interested in them. And luckily, enough people, when they stop to think about these things, go, wait a second. They take the blood from my newborn baby, tell me it's for testing, and they run some tests, and then take it and give it to the state, and then the state can sell it to a third party? That's not right. And, and it turns out that all you got to do is get these stories out there and let people hear them, and they go, oh, oh my gosh, that's wrong. That's wrong. We need to do something about this. So we do need to do something about this. And it's the Institute for Justice that's doing it for us. Okay? So they're, they're a wonderful organization. It is a nonprofit organization. So it's tax deductible, all of that, if that's what you're into. But the point simply is this, that they survive on the generosity of people like you and me. So please visit their website. That's all I'm saying. Just visit their website. And I'll put a link in the description below the video. And see if you don't agree with me that they are a righteous organization doing the work that many people would otherwise look at and go, that's never going to get done. Who's going to do it? Who? The Institute for Justice. So there you go. New Jersey parents file federal class action lawsuit challenging states' secret retention of newborn blood for 23 years. The Institute for Justice is the ones handling the case. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. You measure the size of your accomplishment by the obstacles you had to overcome to reach your goals.